Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Off the mark. Hello. I'm your boogeyman. Yeah, I am your boogeyman. I'm your boogeyman. Welcome to Off the Mark Podcast. The theme song, The Boogeyman. D. Mark Mitchell, Off the Mark today. Second week in a row, Dr. Jeff Myers joins us. Good morning, Dr. Myers. Or, hello, Dr. Myers. Good morning. Because it might not be morning when they listen to this. So, good to have you in. Dr. Myers is the senior pastor at First Baptist Church, Opelika. And we're glad to have him. Number two, we also have Chris Wood in the house. Chris is uh, the NFL guru. Chris has worked for the Atlanta Falcons, now the NFL, for 30-plus years. He is the main statistician for the Falcons. Chris, glad to have you in the orthopedic clinic studio. Glad to be here, sir. And I have the legendary, <laughs> the legendary, a man that I'm just blessed to get to know many years ago and still know him, Coach Doug Barfield is in the house. Coach Barfield, always good to see you. Thanks, Mark. Good to see you. Yes, sir. Coach Barfield, the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award, voted on by his coaches in Alabama. Another congratulations, Coach. Well deserved. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that, but it's, it's, it's an honor to receive that, and uh, of course, an honor to be voted by your your coaches. But I just happened to hire one of them. Yeah. Who was uh, on the committee? Was he paying you back, Coach? <laughs> I don't know if he was or not, but he <laughs> called me. He was he was excited about it, really, and I, I appreciate that. He well, he was the one that called me and told me about it. You deserved it, Coach. And the video is out for those that would like to see it. You can go to YouTube and Google it up because we've all seen it, and it's awesome. Well, you know, my sister called me, and I, I can't. Uh, my my phone won't play it. I got it on there, but it won't play, and so I couldn't send it to her. So I'm trying to get somebody. Well, you know what? We fixing to take care of that when this podcast is over. Okay? I'll have to know the. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll take care of it, Coach. I'll have to know her number. Well, yeah, you're going to have to know some information for us to get it. <laughs> I do have her number. <laughs> I just can't send it to her through. Jeff's not, Sasser's not here. I can't just get it through, you know, yeah, through, the, <laughs> through the ghosts and goblins that we normally have. But, <laughs> Coach uh, or Myers, I think you've got the subject list today. And I I'm do. i let you fire off. I got the punch list, and having the the stuttering statistician and the legendary coach in the house is very Absolutely. apropos for subject number one. I like that word. Coach Barfield at the top of his game and Chris Wood, a former administrator in the public school system. Love it. Let's talk high school football coach salaries. Mm. The like abundance it. thereof, the job responsibilities that do and now don't come with it, what it used to be, what it is now. All right, Coach Barfield, what you used to make? When you first started, Coach, and your job, I'm going to add to Myers' question, your job that you had to do to make that. Well, hey, when I first started, my first coaching job was at <coughs> Clark County High School, my high school that I graduated from. 
and I went back there, and I worked. This was a, a nine, ten, paid in ten months salary, was like thirty six fifty or something like that. Believe it or not, that would be three thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. That's correct. correct. Wow, not not three hundred at the same time. Woo. That's for ten months. Yeah. Uh, what year, Coach? To put well, a little later on, this was in the '58. Uh, uh, okay. Then I went into the service, the Army, U.S. Army, at the, in the spring. Wow. So I just I didn't coach it ten months, but I coached through the, uh, April was when I. So thirty something hundred. Now, yeah. that That's, was. Go ahead. Yeah, that was uh, that, that was a big. Difference from what I made in Opelika High School after I had coached at Auburn and came back to uh, Hillcrest and Evergreen for a year was was in the forties, mid forties. At Opelika? No, no, it was more at Opelika in nineteen ninety five, right? Yeah, when I when I came to Opelika and then. Coached a couple of years. And, uh, and you coached seven, to be exact. Uh, Coach Rayleigh won't, won't mind me. No, no. Dr. Rayleigh yeah, won't mind Dr. me. Dr. Field. You know, he and uh, Walter Perrin. The great, to, legendary Walter uh, Perrin. Yes, that's right. We was chairman of the board. They wanted to meet with me. And so it was, uh, they said, we can't, we can't put this in writing legally, <laughs> but I'll, I'll give it to you, you know, in a, well, so we want to pay you. 65 and 70 the second year. And there was a couple of perks in there. Yeah. Speaking well, of perks, Coach. Mm. In so 1950- basically, not to interrupt you, made more at Opelika than you did when you were at Army University. That's correct. Oh, Go absolutely. Ahead, Go ahead, in 1958, a brand-new Chevrolet Corvette was about $3,800. How about that? So you made the same as a new Corvette. Yeah. That's now, a good analogy. Now, well, it is, but here's the main point. Back in those days – Unlike I'm assuming most of today, you probably didn't receive a free car to drive around town, did you, Coach? No, I didn't. Noticed I used the word perks while ago. Oh, you there did you use go. the word perks. Because nowadays, go. that's kind of standard issue. Is it not that <laughs> Correct. a lot of these head coaches, Correct. there's a sponsorship that involves four-wheel drive usually, yeah. four doors, yeah. and a big engine. You're correct. That is, And a, a lot of logos around it. That has been some with logos, some without. Mm. Yeah, I, I got a you know a, a pickup. You from, did. I was uh, waiting on you to yeah, foul. Had Opelika High School on the side. That's about like really? Chris Wood has now. <laughs> and you know who the you know who the the, the individual that of course it would me me instigated it, but Mr. Cal James, That's the brother correct. of former Governor Fob James of Diversified Products, was kind enough to let Coach Barfield have that truck, at, not have it use it after he yeah. paid for us a, a school board at Bulldog Stadium. Yeah. But we're talking about coaching salaries, yeah. and well, that the, was in 95, so go ahead, Myers. Well, the transition is there was a report that came out this week out of the great state of Texas. The highest paid high school football coaches in Texas, and the top five yeah. are averaging roughly 150000 a year just to coach football, no athletic AD duties, no classroom duties, no fundraising development duties, and that doesn't include the perks, as you like to call it, my brother. I'm curious. Now, we're just a consortium of ideas here. Yeah. I wonder how much greater the perks are on top of those numbers. I would, I would venture to say <clears throat> probably you could probably add another 20000 to that with the vehicle and some expense accounts and clothing, Coach. 
Yeah, maybe. Chris? You, you know, at, uh, at the UMS Rye, for instance, uh, the athletic director, which I was in my last tenure there, you know, one of the car dealers who happened to be a graduate and a former player, you know, uh, furnished a car. What about what about housing? With. What about housing, Coach? They provide some housing too, or do oh, you have to pay for that yourself? Oh, oh no, that was all. Uh, <clears throat> that, that wasn't. That, that wasn't a part of it. No. All right. No, no, you know, the expense account. Expense account. You got a credit Perk. card. There you go. But you, you know, you only use it for. All right. Let's go across the river. Covered things. Well. To the Salem High School, Chris Wood. <laughs> Chris Wood. The Salem High School in yeah, yeah, yeah. Georgia. Georgia. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so when, when I was there and actually I'm online now trying to find it. Um, but when I was there, our football coach had to teach four PE classes. Um, and he, he only made in the, I think he was at 63. Okay. Now this is what, how big a school, Chris, is this? That time we were probably fifteen hundred kids. So about a little uh, bit uh, of a six A school. Like, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. And was that with all three county schools that y'all did the same thing, or is yeah, that just yeah, a same yeah. no, right. no, no, Now no. that it's, it's all three. But <laughs> can I tell you that in we are looking at this past year the highest paid. Football coach in the state of Georgia made one hundred and forty-one thousand dollars. Really? Wait a minute yes. now. Wait a minute now. Uh, oh, one hundred and forty-one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was thinking. Say, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know if I can that be Coach yeah. Rush Pro. Let me see that, Chris. Yes, uh, Coach Rush Pro's making one. Who has a great history in this state? Yes, he does. He just remembers you have one phone for your personal and one, and don't get them confused. Anyway, uh, so so yes, well, yes. So he makes uh, well. I know one coach that's not on here that should be that makes close. But anyway, one forty one eight seventy is what Coach Pros makes. So I guess we and can, the vehicle, right? So I guess the market now for a high end coach in high school is somewhere around one forty one fifty plus a vehicle plus expense account plus clothing. There you go. And most of them, if not all of them, do not teach in the classroom. Correct. They do not have administrative duties. Nope. They simply coach football. Well, that have, would have to be a larger. <coughs> Good point. Larger school. I, I meant the Pro- large school. Probably I knew what you meant. Maybe half a dozen or so in uh, in Alabama <coughs> that fall into that category. But what they've started to do several years ago when they they had this. You go, <clears throat> go like to school. You wouldn't go to actual school, but you took these courses that qualified you for a certified athletic administrator, mm. which <clears throat> athletic directors would be recommended to get that. I got one of those before I got out of uh, uh, UMS, but they were hiring the bigger schools like the Hoovers and all those. Were Fane Park, I know several in, in Birmingham, were hiring athletic administrators, athletic directors, separate from the football coach, which a school that size really needs to do that. That's really a, a well, necessity. In, 
in Georgia, they um, the ADs also acted as an AP. They were able to yeah. combine those jobs <laughs> yeah. and take that off the uh, football off, coach. Off so, the principals yeah, and off yeah. the football coaches. Well, but the principals are still the the, the campus head campus. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. But sure. today, Coach Barfield, Chris yeah. Myers, your bigger school coaches have less description, but they do have a pressure to win. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, that's, absolutely. That that's where you know you've got coaches making in Alabama, one in the Birmingham area making one forty to one fifty, being at Hewitt Trussell. I think he's well. Excuse me, at Thompson would be the highest paid coach, Mark Freeman, now yeah. above one fifty and. Uh, but if you don't keep it up, you're gone. There you go. So, and let me say yeah. this, too. Your salary, and as Myers and I have discussed, those Texas salaries don't include if another entity is writing you a check. Such as the Booster Club. Such as the Booster Which Club. Which they all have. Or a yeah. city. You know what I'm saying, Coach? Or in, ten- in Tennessee, McDonald's bags. McDonald bags. I mean, those don't. Uh, the Booster Club, Coach, bringing you an expense accounts check. I used to bring you every month. That don't. You see what I'm saying? That didn't go towards your salary. That was another five that you could have added. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that's the same way with these things, with the perks and and the and the other, it uh, it increases and the pressure. But the pressure because the job description's been narrowed, the pressure is immense to win. Just immense. I agree. It, it, you know, and I, I do know a, a local coach in our area. Um, who came in under high speculation, who didn't even buy a house because the pressure was so high, he wanted to make sure that he could win before he started, you know, planting some roots. And, you know, that's the unfortunateness uh, of what we've created. But, all but right. now let me, let me, before we go. Yeah, another subject. I don't have a problem with them getting paid that. Oh, no. If they produce. I don't mean it the wrong way. No. They put in a lot of hours. I don't, you, I don't you agree with what? Oh, I don't yeah. mind the salary. That's what, not the issue. Yeah, I know what you were saying. You know, it's, I think the one thing I struggle with, and again, I've never been a high school football coach, but I'm a pastor. It's kind of like. The and coach. I don't just preach. There's other duties. There's other responsibilities, both administratively, pastoral. And I, I'm just a fan that I, I think. The coaches ought to be in the classroom, even if it's limited. I understand. At some level, uh, because I think it creates a separation among the staff. Uh, I think it creates, um, you know, they walk the halls and they they don't, when the announcements are made or or staff meetings are done in regards to the educators, it doesn't apply to them because they're not in the classroom. It just, it creates an us and them, even within the school. Even within the faculty. You know, and and Chris talked about they had to teach, yeah, they had to teach four PE classes and, you know, um, you know, I, I, there's a there's a retired coach uh, that is part of our church that was a math teacher, a is, good one too. Yeah, one of the best. And uh, and I and I talked to him the other day about this issue, <laughs> and you know he said he said I was as competitive as a math teacher as I was a football coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he said that that was my job. He said football was the icing on my cake. You know, and uh, he you know he basically indicated he thought classroom time was was important. I'll tell you how important it was for him. His head coach that he worked worked under knew yes. at seven thirty to one forty, don't come mess with me. I'm teaching. Yeah. Well, I will, and make, he didn't because I, he knew that meant what and, it meant to him. And what I'm about to say is never going to happen. But let me just project out: if the First Baptist Church of Opelika said, "All right, Jeff, we love you so much, and you're so good at whatever, <laughs> just preach. Don't do anything else," I would not be as good a preacher. 
I don't think he would be either. No, you're a good preacher, but I don't think you no. know. And I think that's one of the things with, with the struggle and the competitive and they feel like their whole life is based on 10 football games mm-hmm. is because you'll overlook some hard losses when you're a great math teacher. That's a good an point. An investor in, in those things. And that's a good point. And you also see kids more that may not be playing football. That's another. So that, that you go very good topic. Right. Number two. Transition. Are what we know as professional all-star games, are they even a valid expression of the sport anymore? Should we no. do away with all-star games? I say yeah. I don't I don't even watch them. The NBA All-Star Games coming up, and the players don't even care. No, That's why I'm bringing care. it up. Well, no. The players don't even play half the time. Ah, would call. They check I, out. I mean, we did, and here's another thing. We Who's didn't have the Pro Bowl on? this year because of COVID. Who's voting on them? That's a, they vote on Major League Baseball before they start. I mean, they're voting at the first of the year. Right. You're going to have All-Star from – and it's a popularity contest. Too. Well, and I'm a history buff. So why – and again, this, <laughs> this is just really my perspective and my own study. Why do we even have All-Star Games? Coach, Bar- have- Coach Barfield. Why would we even have them <coughs> well, originally? I can't speak for the pros, but uh, probably the only one in, in, in the pros is, you know, uh, baseball, they still, uh, the American and National League is still a little Yeah, you're right. Competitive. That's probably care, the care who wins. Probably that's, the best that's one the only available. difference that I know of. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Walk across the street to see the NBA or football All Star game. If they had you honored, you wouldn't even care, would you, no, Coach? No. I, but there's a you know there's, there's a little difference in the uh, in the you know high school All Star game. Oh, I, oh, I, yeah, that's I, oh, that's, I, that's, I, a whole that's different. different. Yeah. You're talking about pros, so there, there is a difference. <laughs> Just like I won't, I didn't get this in before. <laughs> there is a little difference. You know, the math teacher. Doesn't have to go on a public exhibit on Friday nights. He's right there against so and so. So that's a little difference. But we're all educators to begin with. That's that's you got to be able to teach the coach. Yeah, we're I going back so. a bit here, Myers. But let me say this: I do agree with you, coach, because on Friday night, all three of us, you look at the head coach. You oh, ain't absolutely. necessarily looking. Yeah, so, yeah. but I I, I, I but, go back with but you. But probably that. math is more important. No, it is more important at the end of the day, but not to some. Yeah, that's right, but not on Friday night. Not on Friday night. So, anyhow, that's just... All-star games are a waste to me. I think what you see, Myers, is, uh, and and Chris Wood nailed it, I I don't see that they even value them anymore. No. No. They make too much money to worry about an all-star game. Well, and I think... Personally, and I'm a purist in the sense, I think interleague play has ruined them. That is true. Because, you know, you wanted to see. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Player A from certain division play against player B because you never got to see it. That's true. And now you get to. You know. You know, I just, I don't, I think it's a money grab. I do For like a better term. I do too. When's the last time you, all right. I haven't watched a Pro Bowl. I haven't watched, I can't. I'll tell you the last. Well, the Pro Bowl originally. 
was a reward True. from the league. It was. To go to Hawaii, yeah. to have a vacation with your family, because they weren't yes. getting paid what they no, are now. Right. And no. you wanted to go. Correct. Because it was a free vacation, uh, free yeah, you're family. You're right. Yes. You're right. That, that's, I guess that's a good point. But, but I, it isn't out there. It's in Florida. Yeah. He, he, from, like he said, used to. Did y'all? And, the they're last, bas- and they're basically playing two-hand touch out there. Yes. They are playing. Yes. No blitz and no. They've got so many rules. When's the last all-star game any of us have watched i can't tell you the last one I now watched. i can't in recent memory oh you got young kids so you could have watched I, them I have. well my my kids enjoy more of the home run contest that's what I like. but coach barfield brought up a great point up until a few years ago there were no consequences of the major league baseball all-star game now they've returned yeah. it to whoever wins it mm-hmm. is the home team in the world series it actually <laughs> has a, some consequences yeah. right and right, i right. agree with him there's still a little bit of tidbit between but not with the nba not with the no when the Pro Bowl, those guys could care less who wins that game, but yeah. good point for the major because that's going to decide if you play at home. At and I think that's what it, it should have some implications. I agree with that. I agree with it. It doesn't in the NBA. If if the NBA game, which is coming up very soon, if the implications were that the winning team, that that league's representative would host the finals, then you might see them actually try. Yeah, that's a good point because those players are hoping to be in that series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but, mean. They're not playing defense. They don't play defense. Oh, the score is 174 yeah, to 168. No, right, it's like, right, give yeah. me the ball and shoot. So right. I would say that they won't do away with them because of moolah, TV money, and oh, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. But I think they're a total waste. I, I just remember 30-plus years ago, I actually looked forward to the Pro Bowl. I did, too. I looked forward to the All-Star game. And the All-Star game. And now I, I honestly could care less. Yeah, I used to I remember the brightest point to me and we're flipping a little bit here was when Sosha and um McGuire and those oh guys. Oh my goodness. Could y'all not get enough of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like how many did he hit last night? MLB and I know I'm going completely off subject here going MLB needed that. They need something else like that. Well, it's because in 95 they basically destroyed the league they did. with that strike. They did. They destroyed it. You don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. Little folks, young folks don't watch. And I know we're going from All-Star to baseball and I'm not trying to pick, but it goes back to what we were talking about with the All-Star game. Not many people watch baseball now. Young folks watch baseball oh, now. There's my, no interest. So I'm talking with my boys the other night who, you know, <laughs> their their primary sport is football. They all play a little secondary sport just to condition. And they asked me the question, Dad, why did you not make us play baseball? Because that was my sport of choice, mm-hmm. my sport of success, and it's my it's yeah. my heart sport, for lack of better terms. I agree. And I said, number one, you weren't interested in it. I said, number two, by the when you were born, Major League Baseball was a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to watch it. The kids in your neighborhood never played it. Mm-hmm. The NBA and the NFL was on the rise. The Major League Baseball was, as I said, a dumpster fire. They didn't have any interest. And so now they're telling me as teenagers, they wish they had played the game. Yeah. They wish they'd learned the game because of the intricacies of the game. Got it. But but as mm-hmm. you know, they said, you know, that this is what they said. Wouldn't it be funny if our kids, your grandkids, are the baseball players? And I said, well, with the ebb and flow of sports, it might be yeah, that. Yeah, I never return. thought about you loving yeah. baseball so much and not none of the three playing. That's a good point. Didn't think about that. Will All right. And to get people to cut the podcast off, let's go to hockey for a minute. Mm. Hockey is, my, I know. No, I love hockey. Nobody in here cares about hockey. Uh-uh. I love a good but I do. Nice. I don't care who and wins those matches. I love me some hockey, though. I enjoy in person. it. In but person. The commissioner of the NHL, Gary Bettman. So, I remember him. Oh, my wife's trying to call me. 
On the podcast. Uh, on the podcast. Sorry. All right. Uh, the um, the games there. I mean, people aren't tuning them in. Fans aren't coming because they're you know it's expensive and all all this. And they came out with what I believe was an absolute uh, perfect idea. They began to do these games outdoors in oh, yeah. in college football stadiums and in Major League Baseball stadiums. <laughs> and too. yeah, and I mean Yankee Stadium, I think those it? things are packed. Yeah, you're right. The TV is they do is one at Wrigley Field too, the, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right through the roof. Yeah. But again, that's, now that's a little different. Kind of like that's... the you know whole at- atmosphere of. How do you get people more fired up about it? Great uh, point, you Chris. Got to have that. People are not watching uh, <laughs> basketball. I mean, half the players that the people are tuning in to <laughs> watch play the game aren't playing. All right, I got one for you. You Wood. know, it's just it's a COVID year, so fans can't no, be in the stands. It's a TV base anyway. What would it be like? And we're just shotgunning here. What would it look like if the NBA played their all-star game on a street court in New York City? You know what? That would be pretty neat. <laughs> that would, I, I'd watch it. What if they played yeah, in Yankee I mean, Stadium yeah. outdoors? Yeah, but I'm talking more. Uh, inside let's the get case, back to the roots, like of, the the roots game. of the game. Uh, Man. That's, uh, that's... You know, go down there and, you know, Auburn University, they do their, you know, their, their basketball tip-off down at Tumor's Corner Tumor's in the street. Corners, and people up. show yeah, up like right. nobody's business. That's what yeah. Chris was just – that's a good reference. Yeah. Well, and That'd be fun. Have an event yeah. to have yeah. an event. And – Right, have an Jacob event I, to have a event. Jacob and I have gone down there for the Auburn thing, and I mean, it it was fantastic. I mean, it was packed down there. Had the basketball court out there. They're playing around, and I mean, it's packed. It Publicity, packed. a lot of stuff there. So, kind of swinging from what you started, Myers. Those, I started this mess. I yeah, know. No, yeah, you did. But they got to. I'm with you. They got to do something to, to create. Well, it's or, lost its luster. It's lost its luster. You know, and and I think one of the other problems with technology nowadays, and and I see this in my world. I think we all see this in our respective fields, that thanks to technology, we don't have to go somewhere or wait to see the best. We can just go to YouTube. We can You're go right. to you know 24 hour TV. You know, I remember as a young man. My greatest—you're gonna laugh. Two things: Saturday morning. You remember TGI the uh, the baseball this week in baseball mm-hmm. twib. I do, I do. And I remember Monday night. Mayo football. Allen, baby. Yes, Mayo sir. Allen hosted. And it. Monday night—I'm still a fan of Monday Hot night football. Coast sale. Because that was the Don. Monday night football was the only guaranteed game I could watch every week because of a lack of cable TV. I get it. We didn't have ESPN. I get it. This week in baseball. I used to keep up with the major leagues through the paper, mm-hmm. oh, and I got to see the highlights. Oh, on this week in baseball. This week in baseball. That was the sports center. Yeah, but now it is 24-7. Yeah. So these players, the all-stars, you know, if you lived – I'm just going to go where – I'm from Dallas, Texas. And you never got to see Michael Jordan play. Right. Unless it was the playoffs against the Celtics or whoever. And, and so the all-star game, I got to see Jordan play. Well, now – I can see LeBron play all 82 games. You right. can see anybody. Any night, any time. Yeah, that's exactly in all right. sports, even the NHL. I mean, you can do it if you're you're a hockey fan. Very and I true. think the technology's brought the game into our homes. 
but in some respects, it, it's lost the luster. Yeah. You know, even high school football coach yeah, is yeah. now they'll play Thursday and Friday night games on ESPN three and yeah. such. Yeah. High school football That's on true. TV. Yeah. And we can sit there and watch the internet, and I can be in Dallas, Texas, watching the Alabama playoffs, or vice versa, because of you know. know and, I, and we could talk about the music industry, but I'll just get specific. You can watch or listen to the best preachers in the world on your phone. That's you don't right. have to go to the church, no, or the day that you know it's no. it's any time, and it's in all of our industries. That is all a of them. very good point. Yeah. Very good point. What's, you know, what's number three? Number three today is the free for all. Anything and everything. But I have a suggestion. Tell it. The Lifetime Achievement Award. Man, I want to get that. <laughs> Coach, what a year now. That That's uh, <laughs> your, uh, what a career is what I should say. How many years did you coach football, Coach? I think like 28 or something like that, actually. Uh, I, I, I coach oh, let me go broader than that. How many years were you involved in athletics? Ooh. Oh, gosh. Not just coaching, because you were on the administrative level mm-hmm. and such. Probably, uh, you know, 60-something. That's a lifetime. That's a lifetime. Yeah. That's the reason it's a lifetime award. Uh, it's worthy of an award. Coach, you got any – You got any? we were going over some memories at Opelika, and I was blessed to be able to get close to you at Opelika when you are here in 1985. What – any, you've coached plenty of places. What, any memories before we go that just stick out? It doesn't have to be anything just that your mind that stick out. Oh, yeah. There, there were a lot of, you know, sometimes the losses stick with you longer than the mm-hmm. <laughs> victories, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, there were some great times at Opelika. I mean, I, I really loved uh, – that's reason we one of the reasons we were back. Right but, here uh, now. You know, we love Opelika and we loved our church. Mm. And, uh, Preaching uh, yeah, we did. That was important. It was sure. and uh, it still is. Still is good point. Yeah, yeah, it still is. But uh, we had some great great victories and, and great uh, players that I just enjoyed uh, coaching, being around and uh, that Went the extra mile, you know, and coaches, assistants on your staff, and that type of thing. So, those are members, that, and even uh, broadcasters and uh, interviews after the game and that type of thing. Yeah, I got a picture of you and Larry Me Gore. and you and Coach Gore, and I love <laughs> yeah. that picture. And that was really, uh, you know, that was always a good memory. So, I have a lot of good memories of Hope Lockett. And, but I will tell you, the main reason we came back was our son. That's right. And daughter-in-law. And grandson. And grandson and granddaughter were here. But, uh, <coughs> but they're also, my son and daughter-in-law, also in our church, too. So, uh, Oh, we got the whole crew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I was going to ask something. Got one for you. Uh, this is, like, totally odd, totally off the wall. <laughs> oh That's why it's, called, it's why it's called off the mark. Right, right, right. That's Absolutely. That's you would. Can you give a – what's the coldest game that you ever coached Ooh, in? Do you remember? Good. The coldest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it is cold That's and it's going point. to be cold. As a matter of fact, because Jeff isn't here. <laughs> Sasser, Sasser that is. Yes, I'm I'm sorry. On, clarified. On yep. Valentine's weekend, right, they yeah. are expecting snow flurries in oh, Opelika, oh, Alabama. Coldest game, so, Coach. Yeah, gosh, that's hard to, uh, you know, just jump out there. I didn't like to coach in the rain, 
you know, especially in a driving rain. We had a couple we of We had, you had, a, I remember the punt, but go ahead. I ain't going to go yeah, down that road. Yeah, you remember right. that, don't you? But we, uh, <laughs> you know, we won right. a couple of them. We beat you did. We Dolphin didn't win High that one, here, but... and we beat, uh, they didn't want to come. They wanted, they wanted to cancel. Yeah, cancel or postpone them. <laughs> Well, postponed. Oh, I'm sorry. They, we're gonna. It's fine. We're gonna we, come on. We were anyhow. We won that game. And, uh, <laughs> anyhow, we won that game. Yeah, that was. Uh, I remember that. that. Was, we we were a little stubborn to do that, but that was that was what we needed to do. We didn't need to play the game. Wasn't lightning. But Cole, uh, it was probably a, uh, you know it uh, might have been in Auburn. We had a one or two cold, you know, really cold ones, uh, but. The, the cold game I remember was we played Alabama up there on a Saturday afternoon, and, and uh, that was back when it was always at Legion Field, Coach. Uh, so it was always up there. No, this was in this was in Tuscaloosa. I was talking about Southern Fresh. Miss. Oh, Southern Mississippi. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. When I was a senior, and uh, we ended up tying <laughs> that game. They tied us uh, thirteen to thirteen, but uh, it was so cold, and I was a holder. <laughs> Special teams, yeah. and front, mm. all that, and uh, I remember one of the bobble the ball. We couldn't we <laughs> too couldn't cold kick it, yeah. And my hands were just cold. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> all right, I got I got an important Coach Barfield question here. <laughs> yeah. uh, me too. For we wrap it up, all right. Yours is probably serious. Mine is not. So I'll go first. Go. Yeah. All right. One of my favorite uh, establishments in town is a little place known as the Breezeway. Yeah. Just a walk up from the church. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I was looking at the wall the other day, yes, the Wall sir. of Fame. The Wall had. of Fame. Oh, oh yes. And uh, for Auburn University, the top coaching signed picture is none other than Coach Pat Dye. Yeah. And the bottom one is Gus Malzahn. And every coach is pictured with his autograph, with the exception of you. I know. We got to get you. How in do that. we get a signed autograph picture of you? They never asked me. We I'm asking. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to get one. I'm asking because I need you on the wall of fame. <laughs> we do need you. I've told him that before. I've got a. You got a picture. Picture, Frank. Search, search, search it a little bit. Search that, it. Uh, if I get, if I get a picture, there. if I find it, will you sign it? And yes, we put it up on the wall. All right. Oh, I'll I'm be done. Happy to. I'm done. All right. It's all yours, brother. Right. Good I'll call. Be happy to. That's a. That's a good point. I ask a lot of people. Uh, you know, I said, who was the coach? The I know. Followed Coach Jerry. Yeah, they they can't ask you, can they? And they're they're too young or whatever, you know. And they said, well, I said, so, will you believe looking at it? <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, what was it like uh, to stand on the sideline across from Bear Bryant coaching against him? My final question. Well, I was in awe because I, when I came up through the the ranks in high school, uh, I'd have to say we. We copied a lot of things that Alabama did, and uh, a lot of he kind of revolutionized the, the, the Southeastern Conference and foot, football in this this part of the country for a while. And my wife and I were privileged to be invited when I was in Andalusia up for a spring weekend. They did that as a recruiting deal, mm-hmm. about five or six coaches, <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, we stayed there. And you went through the day with them, didn't you, Coach? Wasn't you able to? Yeah, with yeah. the staff meeting, you know, sat in there like a little <laughs> school guy listening to them. They were in awe of them. They, was after, they would almost raise their hand before they spoke, except for Stallings. 
Uh, Coach Stallings said he had a way with him. He yeah. didn't. He was. I mean, Gene he was Gene Stallings. Gene Stallings. He, he was, was his man, wasn't he? He would say what what he thought was was right. He know? said that he would be the only one that wouldn't tell Coach Bryant. He wasn't a yes man. Oh, he said right. he didn't hire me to agree with him. That's right. He hmm. said he didn't need that. And that's Coach Stallings. I saw that that day. Did you? Yeah. I, in a meeting? I, I never forget it. Yeah. yeah. He Nobody else would do it but him, would they, no, Coach? No, I mean, he'd, he'd tell him like he was. Mile Moore in that meeting? No, I don't think Mile was Ken Donahue? Donahue was uh, Ken Myers. Yeah, all right. All offensive right. coach. Uh, was Davis there then? Was he at Paul over there with him no, then? No, no. Okay. He, Paul went when we got canned at Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell your words, coach, not mine. Off the mark, baby. <laughs> off the mark, baby. I tell everybody that <clears throat> I could have gone. I know, but he didn't. He didn't say what really he wanted me to do. You talking about Coach Bryant, the man? Yeah. Do you know that, Mark? So mm. I just want to be the get back coach. Well, yeah. hey, there he's yeah. saving well, got I, one. I, I uh, for anybody, I just think it'd yeah, be fun. It I'll would. be Harson's get back coach. There you go. But did you know that right there? He never, he told me he never really kind of no, like. No, no. I mean, I mean he just. He, you were in your 30s, am I right, coach? No, no. No? no. I was in my mid 40s. Okay, I was thinking you were 38. It's a good age. Yeah, it's a good age. I, was, I could still coach. Oh, you could still coach. I'll say this when you were at Opelika, I bet you could still coach now. Oh, he could. Well, it'd take me a little while to get tuned in to the latest, no, you know, thing. That's but, what your assistant coaches are for. Yeah, but the wisdom, the mind. You got to get some good. The lifetime achievement. Coach Barfield, award. you are my lifetime hero. One of mine. <laughs> I love you to death, man. Appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate what you've done for me, Myers Wood. Thank you. I love you guys as Enjoyed well. Enjoyed it. Off the mark. Hey, we'll be back great next to be week. Here. For Coach Barfield Woods and Myers, I'm D. Mark Mitchell. Off the mark. <laughs>